This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Mayor Julie Moore Wolf is uh, in studios. I'm glad you could come in. I feel like I haven't seen you in a month. I think it has been about a month. Well, we've had, all these you holidays have fallen on the Mondays. And, yeah. yeah so. I grabbed some posters for her at the movie theater from the Eras tour. <gasps> But I, I didn't, love you. And, well, and I've been holding them for like three weeks because I, I thought about it last night. I was like, didn't see Julie, so I'll bring him with me for next month. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Did you want so to see the excited. movie? No, it, they were available, and I saw. I I just uh, nabbed them. He's for my friend. Did yeah. you Did you get the Peacock app, or did you already She's have? Already it? Set. Yeah. Yeah. She's already set. She's set. Are you kidding? Come on. <laughs> I, I didn't doubt. It's not her first point, swift though, move. I got an error. I got an error message because too many devices were logged on. Oh, right. and I'm like, oh, okay, like because you know I. had... Various people in various households logged into me. Uh, I got you. Uh, all right. Well, I, I thought it was there was a great story. Uh, I saw her high fiving. High fouring. Uh, Wasn't she high fouring? Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> you make it's me. Back, the I, I, Swift I, show. I'm really not annoyed by her, but you make me want to be. All right. Uh, so uh, there was, you know, she's in the box, and there's that picture of her kind of looking through the frozen glass, you know, like with the. But at one point, uh, the people that were sitting right underneath the box uh, uh, after the game, evidently she gave one of those ladies her scarf, and uh, you, you know, they said she just couldn't have been nicer. Yeah, I mean, she even cleans up the booth, so. Yeah. You know, it tips everybody. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, just the greatest. Yeah. Um, we, we watch for totally different reasons. I, I was trying to see what the guy from uh, Mike McDaniel was going to be wearing uh, as the coach for the Dolphins coming into that crazy weather that they had in the cold. Oh, they looked, those players out there with their helmets on, Mm-hmm. They look like buffaloes or like like what you see in those documentaries, like out in Alaska, <laughs> you know, with the steam and they're like this stuff, like it, it, right? Yeah, yeah, it's legit. Just it's coming like off, seeing them. your breath. I mean, it is like like plumes mm-hmm. coming well, off. And then when Mahomes uh, helmet cracked, cracked his helmet, his, they put it on, put the other one in. It was like putting like a frozen rock on his head, I guess. Yeah, that sounds like fun. <laughs> they play in Atlanta next year, Mayor. Good call. See you well, down let's there. Go. <gasps> We should road trip. You'll okay. be going anyway, won't you? <laughs> road yeah. trip. Yeah. We'll take the cameras with us. Yeah, well, it'll be, be fun. fun. Uh, all right. Uh, the mayor is in. Uh, how's Hobby? Um, he is recovering from hip surgery, which I did not get the memo that this is like a really big deal. So, you know, because they asked, do you have help at home? So l- let but me help ask. help is not there hey, 24-7 because help leaves the house. Yeah. I, I, I'm guessing you're Nurse Ratchet here. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> for you that know the one flew over the cuckoo's nest uh, <laughs> reference, uh, for the kids out there, look it up. Uh, how are you at dealing with uh, hubby uh, laid up? Well, we have a system, you know, and it's like. It, I'm it, assuming your system is him ringing a bell and you oh ignoring God, it. No, there's no bell. Okay. But there's, you know, like a, you don't want the pain meds to wear off. And so you have to keep, you know, and I have to write stuff down. So uh-huh. I. Keep that going, and you know there's all sorts of ice packs involved and exercises, and I apparently have to count and keep track of each exercise. Okay, I, this is not going well for me. <laughs> Compassion is just not my thing. Okay. I I used to be. I I don't know what happened. Maybe it was COVID. I don't I, know. I I'm, I don't know who I am. Should, I'm not my mother. Should we check on him? <laughs> Get up and make your own broth. <laughs> Rub your own leg. <laughs> he wanted peanut butter on his Ritz crackers. Uh-huh. Here you go. Here's the peanut butter. Help yourself. Right. His arms still work. Not very well. Apparently. Okay. <laughs> How am I supposed to eat it? <laughs> it's way down there on the plate. Oh, I'm but just the neighbors envisioning. Brought over, the neighbors brought over warm apple pie and ice cream. 
I saw that. I think, I think it's that's for me. what made me ask was you know you said some, hey this is really helping and you said it's helping you. Well, apple pie is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> well, best of luck to them. Yeah, oh, this getting old stuff, Brian. Man, I uh, mm. yeah, this doesn't bode well for no. the water. <laughs> Not at all. I'm really getting scared. <laughs> oh my gosh all right now because of that you were not at the uh the dinner no. uh, uh I, I assume everything went okay this weekend but i know that they had the march which they moved to cars right, because of the cold, so cold uh in honor of of mlk and then the, there was the banquet right and and from what i've heard uh the city had a couple of tables at it that you know it was just an amazing event and nice turnout good art and everything else was on display yeah. from some folks and you know i'm just i was so disappointed to miss it and i've just got to give a shout out to melverta wilkins at the metro decatur black chamber of commerce she she and her group took this on this year yeah, so it's no longer a function of the human relations commission right it had become really a lot for staff to try and manage and there were some the commission a lot of the commissioners had gotten a little bit older too and yeah. so doing as much as before was not as easy so uh, we talked to Melverta, and she was like, yeah, I'll do it. And great. she's just stepped up to the plate, and I just cannot give her enough kudos. So right. She's doing a great job. Fantastic. Uh, well, I'm sure everybody uh, enjoyed it. It, it. The weather has been challenging. Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, as I said, I, I think the city and, and all the outlying areas did a really nice job of managing it. They just got kind of this thing uh, about 8 o'clock last night. Uh, out of nowhere, it just got crusty slick. Yeah, snow uh, came down a little mm -hmm. bit, not like in, in in big volumes, but enough just to sort of make it crunchy out there. Uh, how tough is it for your folks? I mean, they're out there in all oh, of this weather. I, I feel so bad. And, yeah. and I mean, they are going nonstop. And you know, we always have people who are not happy with the job they're doing. But my gosh, they are out in the worst conditions and trying to get some rest and keep the equipment going and keep the roads as clear as they can and make sure that we're managing any kind of emergencies. All all right, well, there's a full list of school closings uh, on Naticator.com. You know, the Lutherans and the Catholics. The Lutherans and the Catholics, you know, it's your cross to bear today. Uh, you're heading in. Sorry, kids. Uh, you know, isn't it awful to me? You know, this whole e-learning thing, it was such a big deal when we were kids, and you would just wait for the crawl on the TV to tell you that yes. you didn't have school. And my mom was a teacher. She would wake us up at like 6 in the morning basically singing, come on, let's make pancakes. We have no school today. Right, and and we're both old enough to still call it a crawl. Uh -huh. and uh... <laughs> it's still what it's called. Oh, no. <laughs> It probably has a name I don't know. No, they've got a whole new thing. Uh, yes. Uh, you, you know, I, I don't, it, it's like there should be some universal decision. Yeah, they probably should. And they, I still think they all go, well, let's see what the other guys do. Yeah, it's kind of like there's a pecking order. Yeah. Well, if they close, then we'll close. And you, then it just yeah. starts kind of falling mm -hmm. in line. Uh, full list at naticator.com. Uh, if you don't know by now, you don't know. I mean, it is a whole different uh, day and age. All right. So because of the uh, holiday yesterday, uh, in honor of Martin Luther King, city council meeting is moved mm -hmm. to tonight. Uh, so I'm looking at the uh, city council agenda. Uh, and, and is there anything jumping out at you as far as well, what? Yeah, the the... I don't know where I am on this. We're looking at replacing a couple of warning signals for um, bad weather, you know, the tornado warning signals. It's down kind of the one of the last items before you get to the consent agenda. Okay. And it's it's really expensive to do these, and these are the first two that need to be replaced. But the purchase like, and installation of a siren activation and yeah, monitoring okay. system. The system is really, really expensive, and I'm drawing a blank on how much, but you know, we have so much more effective ways of communicating with people, but 
you know, is everybody really covered? You know, because that's what you worry about. Your choice is, well, if, if we don't replace these and somebody doesn't hear the signal that a tornado is coming. I, I then, think you, you have know. to. Uh, and, and here's why. Uh, and, and I probably would have argued the other way had we not gone through what we did. Do you remember when that big storm hit in June oh, yeah. uh, of this past uh-huh. year? Uh, we, Kevin and I uh, were set to go over to the golf tournament, uh, uh, which was being played in Springfield. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And I remember I was sitting right here, uh, and, and I said, I'm looking at the weather, and I text Kevin. I'm like, man, we probably don't want to get over there and get right in the middle of this thing. And I had no idea it was going to hit where it hit, right on the south side and all the middle of that. But over the next 48 hours, we at home had no internet, right. no power, no ability to access anything mm-hmm. like texting or, or whatever you know the, the things well, that we're used to like with push notifications right. and text we could not we were blind digitally i mean we had no ability at all to communicate that way and see we we're in we we're kind of in that that bubble of do you go ahead and invest in what you've always had and you know the newest thing because of that kind of issue right and that there are people, and here's an example of a daughter who lives in the St. Louis area, okay? And she is not turning on the local news. She doesn't have a radio station that she listens to, nothing like that. So I said to her, you know, about weather coming in. She's like, really? I'm like, don't you have like a weather app on your phone? No. Okay. So if you've got this generation that is not as connected as we have always been mm-hmm. you know and not even but they are connected they're connected they're, but they're not connected to what they need yeah so well, I, I, I that changed my thought process on a lot of things because it was weird to be completely outside of communication yeah. with anyone the way we are used to being day in and day out i mean we literally could not send a text Wild. So if you're there for 48 hours, and some people were there for a lot longer than that, you know, here in Decatur and and even in Springfield, uh, if there was a tornado warning, you you, you know, I guess we've got to know a radio. We've got some of the old school stuff. But but the problem, too, with the outdoor warning signals were not meant to notify people inside. I mean, they do, but not like there is it's an outdoor warning signal. You there are people who don't hear it very well in their house. Yeah. It was meant to be outdoors. I tell you, ours must be close downtown because the first yeah. Tuesday of the month at oh, yeah. 10 oh, it knocks everything. Like rattling the windows down here. Yeah, but no. So you know, it's probably one of those where we'll end up investing the money. But it's like you have so many opportunities with technology, unless technology doesn't work. And, and I, I think that's a legit thing, you know. And, and you also think about they're not just for weather. Except that's really what we have here. It doesn't tell you anything, except that siren goes off and it really tells you we're having a tornado. But it doesn't, you know, it's not like, I guess if it went on for next, there was probably a signal I don't know that's like beep, beep, beep or something. I don't know. You know, because this is, you know, what many experts believe, and and I know this is probably hard to digest at a city council level, but that when people, you know, the the next wars we will be fighting will be cyber wars and taking down, you you know, uh, that old school thing of being able to warn people when there's danger. I just think about Lahaina, uh, you know, and that stuff didn't go off. But that was a conscious decision, wasn't it? Well, yeah, there was a lot of controversy over that, but those fires that, that... I, I think you got to have it. I mean, even if it feels antiquated and expensive. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. But, I mean, I've really struggled with this. It was on the agenda uh, probably a month or so ago. We kind of tabled it, or or I, maybe we didn't make it on the agenda, and it was just a conversation we had. But, anyway, it's, it's one of those things that it's going to be expensive. 
Yeah, but I, I, I think it's one of those things that you've got in your pocket, right? Yeah. I mean, in, in case. Yeah, and and, and then what happens if, if you don't? Yeah, if you don't do it, and and you wipe out a neighborhood. Yeah. So, I think most people can hear it indoors. Probably. Yeah. Uh, is that and how does that work with the county? I mean, do you guys coordinate any of that? I, I believe it is up to, and this is like emergency management would be the ones that would have a better answer. But I, in the old days, it had to, you had to actually spot a tornado. A, a like qualified spotter had to spot physically a tornado. I think they are much better now with radar and other things to say this is you know whether it is a tornado tornado. Somebody hit the siren. Here's what I, I, I don't understand. Um, I remember when the, uh, the road to the LPGA uh, tour used to come and do their golf tournament here, uh, and they would have all this Thorguard, like, uh, uh, you know, technology mm-hmm. where they could see every lightning burst, like, within 60 yeah. miles and pinpoint everything. I, I still feel like we're kind of like when it comes to emergency <laughs> services, still doing a little stick your finger. <laughs> maybe that's not the case. Well, and... In one, counties are pretty big. So well, what's yeah. happening in Forsyth may not be happening on the south side of Decatur. Right. You know, maybe clear like and it is God right now. And God forbid you turn on the TV station because oh, they're just going to send you right to like, uh, you're all going to die. <laughs> but it feels like, I think these old, uh, it may seem old, may seem antiquated, but man, you've got them in case. Yeah. And I think at least for now, it's something we're probably going to have to do. All right. Annexing territories. This even sounds bad, doesn't it? Those two <laughs> words together. Sounds like something in a history book. What are you doing tonight? We're going to annex some territory. Well, we've done a pretty good job of, um, you know, trying to make sure that it, there were people such, get inside your tax. Well, absolutely. Yeah. But no, there were some like weird pockets indicator that yeah. were not like in city services. And one of the things, Brian, that's really confusing is when we do annex you know, like um, a part of town that's just outside of what is our city limits or whatever. Um, you have these volunteer local fire protection districts. And what happens is you don't automatically just get swept under Decatur and you're no longer paying that local fire protection district. A lot of people are being double taxed and they have to go through all kinds of hoops to get out from under it. There was some legislation that was passed in like the 60s okay. that made it really, really um, hard and and you don't know it for a lot of people I and mean, we do our best to notify folks that they, here are the actions you need to take if it's a neighborhood and the neighborhood can get together and have one lawyer fire file the paperwork it's not that big of a deal but I mean it's like it's it can be a lot mm-hmm. and so and, and on your tax bill it shows up as just your tax bill to the city of Decatur it doesn't break it out fire police etc right and so it'll also say you know like Long Creek Fire Protection District. And so you just assume, well, now you have two fire protection districts that are taxing you. And it's, we've been trying to work on fixing that for a long time. Okay, so you're, you're doing this out of the goodness of your heart for these people on Lilac Drive and, and Toe Hill Road. Well, no. We, a lot of times it, it is a makes sense from a, the, either an emergency response situation or, you know, we've been trying to build up our census for the next one because sure. we've, we've lost so many people. And so that is one way. Plus, it's been kind of messy because we had people who 25 years ago agreed to come into the city of Decatur. We gave them like water lines and then didn't and do then it. They didn't do it. And then every time the city would start to make that move, the neighborhoods would get mad and protest the city and council would back down. And so we've taken care of those. And now it's it's more of a matter of what what makes sense. And sometimes it's because of some economic development stuff we've got going on. 
right. <clears throat> Who is Ann L. Schneider and Associates, oh, LLC? She, Ann Schneider is our consultant that has done an amazing job with um, transportation dollars. She has brought back, I'm probably getting the number wrong, probably it's around $122 million to Decatur and Macon County. The city and county went together and hired her. Probably, I had been mayor about a year maybe when we hired her because it used to be, you know, you would just go and make your case to your lawmakers and pretty much beg for money. Yeah, but you now you get a yeah, professional that knows what yeah, they're doing. Absolutely. And she used to be the Secretary of Transportation, but she is worth her weight in gold. She's just amazing. All right. Anything else uh, that we need to talk about for tonight's meeting? Uh, uh, we are formally adopting our priorities and goals. Council um, updated our goals at a retreat few months ago and been trying to wordsmith and make sure that everything is where we want to be. And so that's kind of it. What are your goals? Well, a lot of it's just building on what we've been doing. Neighborhood revitalization is changing to community revitalization because it is more than neighborhoods. It's, mm -hmm. it's areas of town. So really investing, continuing that project as well as workforce, which just kind of building on what, what's the city's role. Are we here. getting anywhere with that? I think we are, but in large part, like you've talked about uh, with the school district, in lots of ways it is driven in part by manufacturers and companies. Uh, the city has produced a study to try and figure out how we can best do some of this because we've got the kind of resources you need to do a major study. And then it's like, all right, how do we move forward with this? So it's it's a lot of moving parts, a lot of people trying to get them on the same page. This and, is always in life. This is the I struggle, know. right? It, it I is. mean, no matter what you're talking about. Best it, of intentions, but it's, yeah. it's hard to get everybody, you know, at the table and, and moving in the right direction. I, I would just suggest, uh, uh, as always with anything, uh, that get rid of the territory stuff. Absolutely. Um, you, you know, I mean, if, if everyone's goal is to get people working mm -hmm. and being productive members of society, right? Right. Why would we not want that? Uh, if it's everybody's goal, as far as manufacturers and companies and employers that we have in this community, is to get a pipeline of, of skilled people mm -hmm. ready to do this. And if everybody's goal is to do that and then more, why not get everybody at the table pulling in, in one direction? Absolutely. And, and that's what we're trying to do. You know, it, it's it's always that's a that's a big ship to turn, but we're working. Well, on it's it. like no, it's eight hundred ships to turn, <laughs> uh, and they're all like. <laughs> I, I mean, it really is, and I, you know, it's not that it's bureaucracy or tax. I mean, it's it, it's just everyone's trying to do the right thing in their own lane, but mm -hmm. they can't see the lane next to them, and and like in so many things in life, it's right. just. If everybody would just quit worrying about being right or, or trying to be, you know, the, the only, you know, boat in the water, it would be helpful. It absolutely would. So that's... We got to get a lot of jobs. I mean, we got I, jobs got coming. Jobs. Oh, my gosh, Brian. But not only available right now. Coming. In the pipeline. Yes. And then there's more of that if we yes. can fill those jobs. You bet. And, I mean, it's just, it's what we've always dreamed of. Now we just have to make the workforce. I, and I know there's a lot of people out there when you say mm -hmm. that are cynical about that and don't believe that. But it is absolutely true. Over a thousand jobs, like right now, yes. thousands of jobs coming and even more if we can fill those. Because the commitment is if you have a workforce, you, you know, it's the sort of if you know you build it, they will come. Right. It's the opposite of that. It's like if you have the thing, then they will come. 
And there's more and more. And and you follow that up with a need for more housing indicator. And yes. nice new, you know, what young people want, what workers want, what families need. You know, I mean, Tommy Brinkhotter's on here every week talking about, you know. I know. And interest rates have yep. to come down. And there's a lot, you know, what's going on with uh, with that. But it, it's all interconnected. There's good. I mean, I guess the, the other way of looking at that is that these are positive challenges to have. Yes, because absolutely. we have the availability to do yep. this. Mm-hmm. And which is something in my professional career, we really haven't had. No. You know, we have always been trying to land the big jobs, right. the good jobs. 30 seconds left here quickly. Uh, city manager search. Uh, yeah, the council is going to meet again tonight with our consultant to talk about, get an update and figure out where we go from here. All right. It's good seeing you. You too. Happy New Year. Uh, don't be too Kathy Bates with Doug. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe somebody Misery? should check on him. <laughs> It is a little like that. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, hang in there. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.